Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today on People Will Steal Anything, Anytime and Anywhere, we head off to Daytona Beach, Florida, where Trish Woodard reported to police a bizarre burglary at her home. Surveillance cameras she'd installed at her home captured it all Tuesday morning. The dude was first seen responsible about 9.45 a.m. and, well, he was just standing in the yard and watching the house. She later told police she was in the home feeding her granddaughter when she noticed the guy standing outside, the unidentified man just standing in the grass and looking at the home. She walked outside and confronted him, and soon enough, she found she was less one thing she owned, although it was a very sentimental thing. Police say the robber snatched from the woman's hand and ran off with a cup of coffee. (laughs) Although the woman did say the cup she was holding and it has now been stolen from her, was the same cup that she drank from when her husband asked her to marry her several years ago. Isn't that sweet? (laughs) Uh. Dude stole a cup of coffee. Hey, (laughs) should have left him alone. He was trespassing. Well, call the police. (laughs) She did. (laughs) They don't get there soon enough for Apparently not. Evidently. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I've been asked by the Surgeon General of the United States to announce this. Okay. Very special warning this morning. Really? Yes. This warning says, a four-leaf clover pinned inside your undershorts gives very little protection. You think they're lucky, (laughs) but they don't work if you pin them there. Where are you supposed to put them? I would put them on my shirt somewhere. (laughs) Not in your underpants. Put it on your shirt. Okay? That's the first time I've ever been told to take something out of my underpants and put it on my shirt. With Labor Day weekend <sighs> yeah. staring us right in the face. In- indeed. That means yes. that fall is quickly descending upon us. Also true. And in the back room here yeah. at Country 98.1, yeah. I want everyone to know that mm. technicians are working around the clock to come up with a way to broadcast this program. Yeah. With pumpkin spice flavor. Ooh. That's our new fall Ooh. treat this year. Yes. That'll be cool. That will be, yeah. uh, no matter what is said or done, or what yeah. song is played, Cliff, <laughs> everyone will love this program because it has the pumpkin spice spice flavor to it. Excellent. Don't you think so? I think it's great. I think it is, too. We, they're called vanity plates and are available from the BMB in almost every state in the country. Here in Indiana, we call them personalized license plates and basically for the extra fee the plate on the back of your car can say whatever you want it to say within a range of guidelines the bureau of motor vehicles here says the personal plate can't and i quote carry a misleading or connotation offensive to good taste or decency unquote that means the plate with the code on the back that would that would say it's caca is likely going to be rejected because That's the Spanish word for poop. Also, the plate H-U-F 
RTD will probably get rejected because you can read that as who farted. <laughs> in New Hampshire, though, the governor has stepped in to say, not so fast there, BMV, after a public outcry when a plate a woman named Wendy Auger had was suddenly turned away by the motor vehicle officials. It turns out her plate with the lettering PB4 W-E-G-O had been hanging on the back of her car for 15 years, but when she went to have it renewed for 2019, the Division of Motor Vehicles suddenly said no. But Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire, apparently, by the way, a fan of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast, confirmed yesterday he has sent a letter to the Motor Vehicle Division strongly urged them, urging them to go ahead and renew the plate that basically says, pee before we go. <laughs> I hate those plates. You do? I'm not smart enough to figure them out. <laughs> you know, one will pass you, and you know yeah. it has to say something. Yeah. Just by the way, you know, nobody would just come up with those letters and numbers. Just, just random. random. And I can't figure them out. <laughs> just like the last one there. P before we go. I was sitting here thinking. <laughs> I couldn't come up with that. Surely I'm not the only one, am I, Cliff? You're pretty well the only one. Now I'm going to throw the gauntlet down and challenge you, you Cliff Ingram. What's, what's that? You go and get that license plate for your car. <laughs> the one that says, I think it's available, J-I-T-4-B. Yes. <laughs> you know I'm going to do it now. Are you going to do it, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's almost a year until I just renewed them like earlier this summer in June. But I'll do it. Now, J-I-T-4-B. Now, see, Cliff told me that. Yeah. And I sat here and struggled you were the like, entire what? song. What's he talking about? Trying right. to figure out what right. that is. That, of course, stands for, just in time for breakfast. Oh, that would be beautiful. <laughs> T-I-T. Nope, that won't work. T-H. <laughs> T-I-T-T-H. I think I'll get that one. And I told you I was terrible yeah, right. at the license plate game. <laughs> T-I-T-T-H stands for nothing. That's exactly right. That's right. T-I-T-T-B stands for take it to the bank. Yes, that's the one I wanted to say. See, yeah. I'm terrible at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to write that down before I go to right. the license bureau. Right. But I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that it will be rejected because of the first three letters. <laughs> you think it will? I'm pretty sure it will, yeah. How do you find out? Do you just have you got to su- yeah? You got to submit the thing. I mean, I could go uptown here and just ask them. I don't know. They they're not the ones that make the final decision. That happens in Indianapolis. Ah, so they would probably tell you we can't tell that. You just have to turn it in and see if it's accepted or not. That would be a cool one. <laughs> not as cool as mine. It. Well, not as cool as yours, but what was yours again? J I T four B. That's pretty good. <laughs> Could I put Dr. Weed on my... No, that's not going to work. Yeah, they, they won't. Dr. Uh, Weed? No. <laughs> if you had an emotional support giraffe with his head through the ceiling... Yes. <laughs> ...right behind you for four hours every morning... Yeah. PETA wouldn't be what you would have all over you. Well... <laughs> you would have poo-poo all yeah, over well, you. Yeah, <laughs> well... You see, they calm me down, though. I go to the zoo a lot yeah, of times. you do. I did not know that. Yes, and I... Uh, fascinated by them they they keep me calm and i feed them now i don't buy their food that they have down there you don't i bring my own you bring your own giraffe food yes they don't like it too well but the the zookeepers yes i can't imagine that they would so what's what's your favorite part about feeding the giraffe well i just like the way they you know are so gentle and kind and 
They seem to like Twinkies pretty well. <laughs> no, really, that's a little secret they don't tell you. No, at the I zoo. didn't. <laughs> they keep it down low. I'm telling you. They, yeah, I can't imagine. No, I, I wouldn't think you'd have a an emotional support giraffe in this room. Okay. So I think you're going to have to um, find something else. Rattlesnake. Emotional support rattlesnake. Yes. <laughs> Keeps me calm, cool. What do you think? I don't think so, Tim. All right. That's not going to happen. Okay. You think Amazon would be able to come up with, maybe sell me Cliff, a yeah. uh, leash for a rattlesnake? <laughs> no. So I could walk him in in the you morning? Could walk, you could come in walking in the No. And in fact, if you get an emotional support rattlesnake... I'm leaving. <laughs> well, I don't want that. So then find a different animal. Boy, Cliff, the uh, suggestions Jim? have been pouring in here this morning. I was kind of surprised. I was, too. Because we didn't ask for that. No. <laughs> I'm impressed that it came in, though. Well, and I totally I, agree. I love the, uh, you know, the help. Because Andy says, yeah. if I hypnotize that chicken like we talked yesterday yeah. and got him to, talk, uh, to walk like a human, yeah. I wouldn't need a leash. I could just walk him in here. You're, that's me. exactly right. That's brilliant. And then Caleb says, yeah. how about an emotional support porcupine? <laughs> well, you see, that's kind of one of my things already, Cliff. What do you mean? You see, a lot of people, yeah. and you know them, you're one of them, they're huggers. True. No, it's absolutely true. When they true. meet somebody, they hug them. And I'm not a hugger. Yeah. And so the porcupine would do just the opposite <laughs> in trying to help me get over that. I true. would think. Unless you like it. <laughs> well, we'd, it's always sad when a father and son can't get along once the boy has grown to a man. Even more so when they can't agree on food choices. Police in Menasha, Wisconsin say they arrested the 31-year-old unidentified son in the case after a Sunday altercation. Officers first heard of the incident with the 55-year-old dad, also unidentified, when he called police to say his son had beat him up and tried to stab him. Son fled the scene, but returned later with a gun. The neighbors reported hearing the gunshots, and bullet holes were found in a vehicle and the garage. The son, later taken to Winnebago County Jail on charges of disorderly conduct, reckless endangerment, battery, and damage to property, with police later saying the disagreement that turned violent began because Dad was cooking cabbage. It does stink, though. It does, you're absolutely it's right. It's got a really, yeah. not like a salmon patty. <laughs> Those things are nasty. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I might fight you on a salmon patty. <laughs> that is Midland at 821. Little burnout here on the Morning Road Show. And, well, <laughs> it's been burnout. It's been burnout for, for a long for time. A good while. Yes. Yes, it has. I, it's a horrible song to be saying that about. Yeah, really. Well, well Cliff, have yeah. you made it to the new Costco in Evansville yet? I have not. Are you planning on going? Or I don't is it not know. Your thing? I mean, it's, I'm not really a bulk purchaser, you know, because everything is like larger than life at those places. And it's like more stuff than I need. And I am a person who purchases things, you know, you divide down by here's how many cents per ounce for, right, right. you know, for a bottle of ketchup. It's really difficult to compare apples and oranges because of the size of the thing. You know that's true. So I don't. I am just haven't been yet. Might go and just see. I'm I'm kind of yeah. curious as to what it looks like, and uh, I did a little research on the uh, Costco stores, Cliff. I you found did, out huh? that uh, this is pretty cool. I okay. think at one time they offered full barrels 
of Jack Daniel's whiskey. Woo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> and they don't do that now. They don't do that now. Oh, oh, that's too bad. And uh, also, yeah. Costco sells clothes, yeah. tires, yeah. food, mm-hmm. washers. Yes. And once, one time in Alabama, they sold a book. <laughs> Just that one time. Just once. <laughs> no repeats down there, but one time they did. Oh, my. That doesn't happen every day. What's that? Got a rug burn on my elbow when I fell off the chair here on the handle. <laughs> well, the rug the rug burn? It's Well, you know, it's got a little padding thing here on this chair. Oh, so it's from the arm of the chair. Yes. <laughs> you got a rug burn on your I elbow. Did. Ow. <laughs> well, better to get one there than to get one on your knees. That's true. Yeah. Well, at 9.03 this morning, Cliff, and I'm yeah. a little bit sad that there's not a Boston market in our market here in the Evansville no, I, area. I think the closest one's like is uh like Fort Campbell, Kentucky. I think that's right. Yeah. And in Indianapolis as well. Yes. Yeah. And Nashville's got them and all of that. But if you have a friend or a relative that lives nearby Boston Market, uh this could be pretty interesting. Okay. And uh you can do with it what you wish. Yeah. Once you hear about it. Yeah. We're not here judging you. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. Yes we are. No we're not <laughs> I'm not judging you at all. Do with it what you wish. All righty. Here's the story we were talking about, Boston Market Cliff. Okay. How would you like to win a lifetime supply of mac and cheese? Of course you (laughs) would love to do that. Who wouldn't want to do that? Would you like to go swimming in a giant bowl of mac and cheese? I'm not judging you here. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm judging you. You do whatever you want. (laughs) Swimming in a giant bowl of mac and cheese. Or perhaps mashed potatoes. That'd be interesting. You see... I might do that. Boston Market yeah. has just launched a new rewards program. Oh, they have, huh? And to kick things off, they're okay. giving you yeah. a sweet prize. Yes. If you're the first person to get 10,000 reward points, <laughs> you will win yeah. one ton of any side dish they have. <laughs> so you could you could get, literally, 2,000 pounds of mac and cheese or mashed potatoes right have like a little swim party at your house with <laughs> obviously you know the folks not to invite to your swim party <laughs> keep those folks away but you can do it now you can do it in one ton at a time yeah or you can stretch it out okay. over your entire lifetime yeah of never having to yes pay for that side right i don't know how they're going to keep track of that but I, they claim that they can Got to be a card or something that they would One do. ton of any size. So, Delivered to your house if you want it. Yeah, so they just basically you could fill an entire pool with mashed potatoes. Would that not be awesome? You know. <laughs> now that <laughs> yeah. would be something exciting at the Golden Heritage Days, Cliff. Oh, you ain't a kid. If they had a vat That's right. of 2,000 of pounds right. of mashed potatoes. Although it, it does... Um, does bring up one issue that must be discussed please don't pee in my pool that, that's <laughs> what i'm saying especially if it's a pool of mashed potatoes yes, you know the folks not to invite don't pee in my mashed potatoes yes exactly right never thought i'd hear that today here's brett young and it's time now for take it to the bank okay today we're talking swatting flies Yes. You see, experts from California's Institute of Technology say a fly's brain plans the best way to avoid a good swatting within 100 milliseconds of spotting you looming towards it with a rolled-up newspaper. Okay. And within that time, 
the fly places its legs in an optimal position <laughs> to hop out of the way in the opposite direction. Okay. Leaving you yeah. swatting the table. Right. The research also suggests an yeah. optimal method mm-hmm. for you actually swatting that fly. They say, and I'm quoting Cliff, it is best not to swat at the fly's starting position, but rather to aim a bit forward of that to, impi- to anticipate where the fly is going to jump to first when it first sees your swatter. Okay. Makes sense to me. It does kind of make sense. You're right. Yes. So kind of aim in front of it. Or, yeah. as Ralph the truck driver says, yeah. if you don't mind getting a little on your hands, just put your hands about six inches above him and clap, and he'll yes. fall right in your hands. Yes, I, I'm familiar with that concept. Which yes. is kind of like what the California Institute of Technology right. said. Or you could get one of those high-voltage shocker things. You have one of those, I have you? two of those, actually. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I want you to picture, just for a couple of seconds, the... Uh, Singing sensation, Ed Sheeran, from England. Okay. Now, you got that mental image there, Cliff, in your head, what Ed looks like? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, he's like a um, miracle man in my book. He just completed a 255-date concert tour. (laughs) 255 days. Wow. And it, of course, grossed the most money ever in concert history, over 775 million dollars and now he says he's going to take a break from music okay i could see that take a break from music yes he says he wants to spend more time now guarding his lucky charms (laughs) really why do you make fun of the way people look i'm just have you looked in the mirror lately i'm not making fun i'm pointing out (laughs) cliff anything said today phrases of a day start with number three i might fight you on a salmon patty (laughs) <laughs> number two, don't pee in my mashed potatoes. And the number one morning road show phrase for today. Perhaps that's why we're ending a few minutes, a few seconds early. A little burnout here on the morning road show. <laughs> well, we could keep going. <laughs> now let's go with the news. How's that? Yeah, let's do that. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.